This is the Infinite Flow Show. The Infinite Flow Show. The Infinite Flow Show. The Infinite Flow Show. Where hip hop, the gospel, and sports intersect. Quiet down, I don't move loud Still a target in my own town 
band ready if it go down. Seem to be the one they hate now. Try to turn the other cheek. If I throw them hands, it's gonna be lights out. Living better when I hallelujah. Preach the gospel till it get into you. Got dreams that you won't believe. Cause I see things that you can't see. So I'm about to do the most. Double for the time loss. Blessings coming so fast. Make me wanna hit the folks. Hey, this been years in the making. Never did say I can never make it. 20 years in my patience. What a shoot, tight the laces. Ain't much you can tell me. I done seen it all, made it with his grace. Too many people out here front and better pick your lane. Better I'm fight your battles. I'm a thief in motion. Never catch me bumping. I go out and get it, bring it back, and then I go again. Man, they all get thornfish. I take no offense. I just go and get it, bring it back, and then I go again. When life ain't you limits, make lemonade. Yeah, that's what the people say. To life, pull up, saying dry their soul, broken down Chevrolet. Uh, these the breaks. Uh, these the fakes. Uh, these mistakes. Uh, yeah. Why you look at me like you were the one to be talking and judging me? Why you look at me like you were the one who been keeping good company? My mistake. Yeah, your thing's straight. Yeah, things are great, right? <laughs> Good job. I do not care about what anyone says. I can hear you, but it did not get to me. Yeah, I'll be authentic. I may just take another risk. I'm about to make history. Yeah, I'ma go send some requests while I'm out of my question to test authenticity. Yeah. <laughs> Please say no. So I can get on my gorilla tip, chip on my shoulder, start killing stuff. Yeah, promise that I'm not offended. I just need a reason to kill this month. Yeah, had to take time for my healing. Yeah, I took some time for my healing up. Yeah, we know the truth is the realest, and this one is realer than real enough. I feel like I just don't vent enough. If I do vent, it'll probably be at an event. Going so hard on the pain, and they find out my faith, and they say, man, it's all making sense. I can take you on a trip when they all used to vent when I didn't do what I was told. Feel like the it's only intention that I used to give, and no wonder my shoulder was cold. Yeah, I don't feel that way no more. Yeah, I was so many years old. You make mistakes and go on, yeah Ain't no more supposed to be thrown, yeah Ain't no more pressure to hold, yeah We know you live and you grow, yeah They got the easy control It's a, it's a knife, it's a fork, it's a spoon And we tryna eat more, eat more It's a, it's a, it's a whole lot of faith You talking tough, but you ain't muscle great It's a, it's a, it's a guy that I believe It's a, it's a whole nother world guarantee It's a, it's a, it's a moon, it's a star Shining like the sun, cooling like a boss. It's a, it's a movie, it's a movie, it's a movie. Where them scriptures get the shooting, it's a Uzi. You ain't hard, you a chip or a chewy. I'm repping God like a mold, double duty. My bubble brown like it's Louis, like it's Louis. Double G, yeah, I'm Gucci, yeah, I'm Gucci. He died for my sins, I'm Gucci, yeah, I'm Gucci. Hopping off the shelf on Hong Kong, fooey, fooey. Flesh with that toe tag. I got grace for your broke cash. I ain't rich, I'm Lazarus. Bit him, bit him, bit about a bag. Flesh with that toe tag. I got grace for your broke cash. I ain't rich, I'm Lazarus. <laughs> it's, a, it's a knife, it's a fork, it's a spoon. And we trying to eat more, eat more. It's a, it's a, it's a whole lot of faith. You talking tough, but you ain't must great. It's a, it's a, it's a guy that I believe. It's a, it's a whole nother world guarantee. It's a, it's a, it's a moon, it's a star. I'm shining like the sun, cooling like the house. It's a, Tell him go ahead and write me off. I'ma have to go report to the boss. The one who's made a way for him. I said the Lord has made a way for him. Yeah, he made a way for him. 
Lord has made a way for Yeah, he made a way for Yeah, he made a way for The Lord has made a way for Yeah, yeah, he made a way for Yeah, he made a way for Yeah, properly picking precepts, prolific passions Pondering passive pleas and permissive passes Peeping people, pillow pathetic, physically planted My need to hear, wake up, who alright the napping On my two here, with the homie Jay Smooth Boy Came about the fear, with the king making room, boy Listen loud and clear, spreading truth like the newsboys Focused on humility and wisdom from the Lord's voice Heavenly, heavenly, the world want me bitter Drowning in hard times, pouring up liquor I refuse to be a statistic, trending to get up I'd rather be myself until I'm out the picture Seesaw ways, don't know the struggle till you test it I've been lifted up, laid it down for a friendship The king of the world, off of life, I accepted John 7, 24, call it truth while reflecting I Tell him go ahead and write me off I'ma have to call report to the boss the one who's made a way for him. I said the Lord has made a way for him. Yeah, he made a way for him. The Lord has made a way for him. Yeah, he made a way for him. Yeah, he made a way for him. The Lord has made a way for him. Yeah, he made a way for him. Yeah, he made a way for him. Words can't really explain the feelings inside. When I look in your eyes, I see God's grace, mercy, and love. Who would have thought at 28 I have a daughter at three years? Your mom's in me, did it God's way. The blessing conceived after the heartbreak. You know the pressure was on, cause I ain't really handled the miscarriage the right way. Was immature, I ain't really had the feelings to share. The older me had his feelings and scars already bare. So I bottled my emotions up and had to learn the hard way to soften up. Your mind's a tender gift that the Lord gave me, gave you. Daddy will always do right, but I'm trying to. Hope I can inspire you to be the best woman you can be. Cause I teach your older brother how to be a man. I'm learning the same time as he is. I tell you guys so humorous how you put things together is where the beauty is. No Kevin Hart, but you can laugh, baby, at my pain. Cause Christ reigned, we ain't never gonna be ashamed. Couple scares during your birth, cause you was born premature. A couple weeks, but new guy had things. Under control, your faith strong. Had to stand on solid ground and walk in the water like Peter did. Tell you about Peter when you get older, kid. But that's if the Lord tarries. But if not, we in heaven where Lord Jesus is. <laughs> you was born June 30th, 2016, 10:52 p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your mom was so nervous. But now I'm blind to the block Just give me a minute, man Cause now I'm blind to the clock Who ready to see a miracle Standing before your eyes Crack open the sky I'm standing on solid rock Is it me and you Or me and me and you Or me and me and you Try to take a negative shot Like I got plenty through Hold up Bring up old things See you throw up Then memories play Like barbecues and pull ups Match this fire and brimstone I'm clashing People holding the toast like raising glasses God is the reason to never trickle molasses I left a cheetah print on my vision See it the fastest 
Noah told me to talk, a pair of line up. You stayed in my cabin, up for South Carolina. The truth is right here, trying to dare you to sign up. Angels all around, I'm telling where you might wind up. Can't see eyes blur. You can never ever see. I did this for the love. Future coming in the hurry. My eyes said, I did this for the love. I feel like serving. My fears get hurt. I did this for the love. I'ma paint you a picture, I hope you get it though I came through with a kind of sound that goes across the globe I've been choosing to go across, I'ma wine like this music I'll save the world and let me do the honest Nobody saying I'm here, I pass But it can't be like saying I'm you the blessed boss No weapon from against me where they ever prosper Give me any other reason, we gon' make me drop by I do it for the love, love of the gospel and love for my God Love for the music, rap, put off a prop Man, and no, man, and no, say I know go ever stop I did this for the love, though Oh, yeah I did this for the love, though Oh, no, no, no I did this for the love, though Now for the money, oh, yeah I did this for the love, though I was thinking if you ain't busy, me, you went some friends and catch a movie later. Let's spark a conversation. You know what's your interest? What's our intentions? What's so intention? No relation. Let's keep it honest. Check my heart on the sleeve. The latest fashion got a mask. Well, that's honesty. Honestly, what's the point of rushing? At the years of running in the love, the Lord has shown me the connect discussion. Stop your interrogation, investigating whether I'm lying. Look me in my eyes and tell that I mean what I'm saying. I'm saying, I ain't trying to run no game. My youth ain't from temptation trying to run my lane. Uh, I ain't rushing relationships. You ain't even dating. Thought maybe we could be friends. So I sought to engage. Let's keep it real, lady. Build that trust with friendship. If anything more, let's build that up, yeah. How we get? How we get here again? Used to be connected after him, now we ain't even friends. Dining so crazy. See, I know what you used to, yeah. They been lying to you for a minute, so let's do the unusual. Now let me know, are you down, are you down? Friendship is a should be sending in love. So if you pursue my intentions, then you like that trust, huh? Or better yet, we like that love. I told you all of my intentions, and that should be enough. Quit all that stooping and assuming, girl, your name is McGruff. So concerned with everything that I ain't seen enough. She's so used to wrong that her past got her stuck. Looking for something in me, but if it ain't, then what's up, y'all? We hope you enjoyed the music mix. Now we have a gospel message by Pastor Merritt Robinson. Well, now today we're in Revelation chapter 8, as we look at God's continued judgment upon the earth. 
And starting out at verse one, it indicates this. When the lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. Now, previous to chapter eight, what we saw in chapter seven was there was a reprieve of God's judgment upon believers and those on the earth who have rebelled against him. But now, once again, we see the Lamb of God, speaking of Jesus Christ, opening another seal here in Revelation chapter 8. And it unleashes further judgment upon the earth. But what we should note is that these judgments are similar to the judgments reflected in chapter 6, verses 12 through 14. If you remember, back in Revelation 6, verse 12 through 14, it states this, when he opened the sixth seal, I looked and there came a great earthquake. The sun became black as sackcloth. The full moon became like blood and the stars of the sky fell to the earth as the fig tree drops its winter fruit when shaken by a gale. The sky vanished like a scroll, rolling itself up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. And so just as we saw in chapter 6, this cataclysmic event, we're seeing the same thing here when we get to Revelation chapter 8. But then if you go on to uh, verse 2, note what it also says. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Now, throughout the pages of scripture, you will note that trumpets always serve as warnings. And at this point, it is a warning to the unbelievers of the impending judgment that is coming. It's a warning of the judgment and doom. The trumpets serve to initiate God's judgment. But at verse three, it states this. And another angel with a golden censer came and stood at the altar he was given a great quantity of incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the on the golden altar that is before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Now, the altar of incense, the altar of incense was within the tabernacle or the temple. And it was a copy of that which was found in heaven. Now, the altar of incense should not be confused with the brazen altar where animal sacrifices were made. If you look at any pictures of the tabernacle or the temple, when you would enter into the courtyard, the very first thing you would see was this brazen altar. And that's where the sacrifices for the people of, of Israel would be made and their animals without spot or blemish would be, or, I'm sorry, the animals that were examined by the high priest, they would be seen to see if there was any spot or blemish. And if there was no spot or blemish, then they would be placed upon this brazen altar to be sacrificed. Now, the altar of incense, completely different. The altar of incense was actually found within the holy place of the tabernacle or temple. Now, what did the altar of incense represent? Well, this is what it represented. The high priest once a year would come in to the holy place and he would place the blood of a sacrificial animal on the, on the horns of the altar to atone for the sins of Israel. He would do that once a year. And so this, this altar of incense, which sat there in the holy place before the curtain 
which separated the holy place from the holy of holies, it was the altar which would cover the sins of humanity. Well, there is no longer a need for this altar once Christ died because Christ died for the sins of humanity. He died once and for all so that all the sins of humanity are forever forgiven because of his sacrificial atonement. Well, in this heavenly scene, what we are looking at is this, that the prayers of the saints are mixed with the sweet smelling incense, which rises up to God. See, our prayers are oftentimes insufficient, and so we need them to be perfected so they are acceptable unto him. King David once stated, may my prayer be set before you like incense. May the lifting up of my hands be like the evening sacrifice. Thus, those who have accepted the atoning work of Jesus, you know what? We have the incredible opportunity to pray, lifting our petitions unto God. But here's the thing. We should desire that our prayers are righteous and acceptable before God. That's why James says this in James chapter five, verse 16, the prayers of a righteous man avails much or they are effective. And so again, we need to make sure that our prayers are perfected, that they're mixed with a sweet smelling incense so that they can rise up before God and that they might be pleasing. But then at verse five, note what it says. Then the angel took the censer and he filled it with fire from the altar and he threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning and an earthquake. Now, what is happening in this scene is this. Previously, the censer held incense, but it appears the incense and the prayers of the saints have risen to the ears of God. And so the prayers of the saints, those who have been martyred, they have risen up to God. And now God is responding to the saints cries and prayers. Previously in Revelation chapter six, it indicated this, that those who had been martyred, they had cried out to the Lord how long, how long will it be before you judge and avenge our blood on the inhabitants of the earth? Well, now here it's time. The time that the saints petitions or the time in, in regards to answering the petitions of the saints is here. God is answering their prayers now at this point in time. And what God has done is this. He has an angel who, with a censer throw down fire with thunder, rumblings, lightning, and earthquake. In essence, this is God's judgment upon those who do not believe in him. And it is retribution for the unbelievers who have killed the saints of God. And so now we are seeing an answer to the prayer of the saints from Revelation chapter 6. But now, if you go on further in verse six of Revelation 18, it states this. Now the seven angels who had the seven trumpets made ready to blow them. The first angel blew his trumpet and there came hail and fire mixed with blood and they were hurled to the earth and a third of the earth was burned up and a third of the trees were burned up and all green grass was burned up. At this point, we see hail, fire mixed with blood. Again, further judgment. 
And see, this exemplifies a scene that we see in the Old Testament with Moses, Pharaoh, and Egypt. See, God sent Moses to tell Pharaoh to release his people so that they might go and worship him. But with Pharaoh's stubbornness and his rejection of God's word, the nation of Egypt experienced judgment through hell and fire. That's why in Exodus, it says this, the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward heaven so that hell may fall on the whole land of Egypt, on humans and animals and all the plants of the field in the land of Egypt. That was God's judgment based on Pharaoh's hardness of heart. And so that's what we're seeing here in Revelation chapter eight, because of the rebellion and the uh, wickedness and unrighteousness, judgment is coming. And see, here's the thing. If you reject God and reject his word, and you walk in a manner that is evil and unrighteous, just know that judgment is coming. And so, as you continue on, it says this, and then the second angel blew his trumpet, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. This time, the sea is impacted so that it turned blood red. Once again, this image should remind us of the judgment that Egypt faced. Moses pointed his staff towards the Nile River and it turned blood right in front of Pharaoh. All the fish died. The water could not be used for drinking. Everything that was associated with the water was dead. And this is what, again, is happening here. This is what the rebellious should expect to experience. But then we go further at verse 10 and note, it says the third angel blew his trumpet and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch. And it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is warm wood or wormwood, I should say. A third of the waters became wormwood and many died from the water because it was made bitter. Something similar to an asteroid falls from outer space and devastates the rivers and the springs. Again, all that can be utilized for hydration, for drinking, completely destroyed. And so we see the earth being destroyed. We see, we're seeing the water being destroyed, drinking water being destroyed so that that would have an impact on all of those on the earth. Again, because of judgment, because of the rebellion. And so at verse 12, the fourth angel blew his trumpet and a third of the sun was struck and a third of the moon and a third of the stars so that a third of their light was darkened. A third of the day was kept from shining and likewise the night. And so we see a third of the celestial bodies will be affected. It will be dark because the lights created by God will no longer provide the light that they were originally purposed for. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 29, listen to this. Immediately after the suffering of those days, the sun will be darkened. The moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from heaven and the powers of heaven will be shaken. See, that's a prelude to what is going to happen in the future. 
But then we get to verse 13 and note, it says, And then I looked and I heard an eagle crying with a loud voice as it flew in mid heaven. Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth at the blast of the other trumpets that the three angels are about to blow. Scripture indicates this, that eagles provide an example of a predator who swoops down upon its prey. Well, the Lord will swoop down upon the unrighteous and it will be a sad day for them because once again, they will experience his judgment. And so those who walk in unrighteousness, those who walk in wickedness, just understand that there is judgment that is on the horizon. But for God's people, may we realize this, that at some point in time, as we have, we pray and we petition and we seek the second coming of Jesus Christ, know this, that God will bring about his justice. And at one point we are going to say, hallelujah, praise ye the Lord for your justice is right and it's good. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sis. If you can hear through hip hop, then hear this. Here it is. Fresh off the presses. Here to lift souls and clear all depression. Because I know what it's like when the sun's all shining, but your soul feels night. Feels like you're caught under glooms. Dark presence with a little light shining like the moon's sharp crescent. Talk about it. How many days going by when I said I was going to win and I ain't even try? I wake up at half court, the day is half gone, time left on the board is mad short. Rushing my shots, I hurry out the door, I don't pray, I don't take my worries to the Lord. How much time does it take to run the floor? Get the stopwatch, or maybe I should stop. Welcome to the Infinite Flow Sports segment. Uh, today I want to cover three topics. The first, um, looking at Usain Bolt. Uh, last week, Usain Bolt at the World Championships out in London ran his final 100 meters, or at least what he is indicating is going to be his last 100-meter race that he will ever run. And uh, during the race, uh, Usain Bolt came up a little bit short. He came in third. He took the, the bronze medal. Uh, two U.S. sprinters, Justin Gatlin, Christian Coleman, came in first, second, with Usain Bolt coming in the third. And one of the things that you have to realize about Usain Bolt is he's been running a long time. Um, you know, you, he's been running consistently for the last 10 plus years. And so I think oftentimes people, the expectation of people is that because he's been so great, he's been so good, he's won so much and he's won every big race that you can think of that, okay, he's going to go on, go out on top. Um, and unfortunately he came up a little short and I'm, you know, after listening to his press conference, I'm not sure if he, he really, his whole heart was into running this season. Um, sounds like he's had some injuries, gone through some personal issues. And so, um, probably a little bit distracted in regards to being prepared for this world championship. But here's the one thing we have to say about Usain Bolt, um, arguably the greatest sprinter um, that we have ever seen uh, being a man so tall and, and yet being able to run the 100, the 200 uh, anchor, his Jamaican team, 
in the four by 100. Um, you got to say hats off to Usain Bolt. Is he the goat, the greatest of all time? I'm not sure about that, but, um, each and every time he got onto that track, you know what he did? He gave us a show and that's all that you can ask for. So, Hey, thank you. Usain. Um, next I want to talk about, uh, Kyrie Irving. Now this Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, Cleveland Cavalier thing. I don't know about you, but this drives me just absolutely crazy. I don't, I don't get it. All of these guys want to win, right? And so they're partnering up with the best players that they can play with. You think about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant left a great situation in Oklahoma. And he left and went to Golden State. Why? So that he can play on a really good team and so that he can win a championship, which he did. And it doesn't appear that he's going to leave that situation. Why would you leave a situation in which you have won? Kyrie Irving, they've been to, speaking of the Cleveland Cavaliers, they've been to three straight NBA finals. They've won one, they've lost two, but he's played on a great team. Why would you want to leave? And it just doesn't make any sense to me. But I, I, I wonder, you know, when you look at these young guys and Kyrie's a young, he's a young guy. He's, you know, in his mid twenties. Is it just selfishness? Is it just, I want to be the man. I don't want to humble myself. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give my shine to anybody else. I mean, what is it that drives some of these guys to say, I want to be the man and I don't want to share the spotlight with anyone? I, I don't get it. And then you have other guys like KD, who's who's in his prime, who says, you know what? I want to give all that up because I want to win. And here's the thing. If you think about it, Bill Russell, when you think about Bill Russell, what do you think about? championships. We think about Michael Jordan. What do you think about championships? Magic Johnson championships. I mean, that's what guys remember. That's the most important thing. What did Michael Jordan say? Um, six beats five, um, in regards to number of championships. It, it, that's what's most important. It doesn't make a difference if you, you know, how many NBA scoring titles you've won, or how many all-stars you get, all-star games you've gone to. At the end of the day, it's all about W's. And I don't understand why Kyrie wants to give up W's just so he can be the man. Now, if he and LeBron or his teammates have had these spats and supposedly, uh, during the playoff run this past season, Kyrie didn't speak to his teammates. I, I mean, I get it. You know what? Being in the locker room, it's tough when you see guys day in and day out, you know, just like your own family, your own brothers and own, your own brothers and sisters, you're going to have arguments. You're going to have disagreements. But at the end of the day, it's all about getting the W, getting the ring. And why would you give that up so that you can be the man? So I don't know. Kyrie needs to from my perspective, needs to think about it a little bit more instead of giving it up so easily. And then finally, I want to talk about Ezekiel Elliott, running back for the Dallas Cowboys. Oh my God, come on, bro. What are you doing? I mean, if 
you just knew eventually it was going to come to some type of conclusion where he was going to find himself in trouble. And he kept pushing and pushing and running right up to that edge or ledge to see how far he can get. And he got his hand caught in the cookie jar. So he's suspended for six games. Now, what's so interesting is Jerry Jones, he's indicating he, he didn't do anything. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I'm appalled. I, I don't know what Goodell is doing, the commissioner of the NFL, but at the end of the day, these guys have a player's conduct and, and, or they have a, a conduct standard in the NFL and dude just blew it out of the water. And I oftentimes think of these guys need, especially these young guys who are coming into the NFL, they're 20, 21, 22 years of age. They need some type of discipling so that when they get there, they make wise decisions. They make good choices. They, they do things that are right. They don't go out and do idiotic things that are going to get them in trouble because at the end of the day, you have someone that is overseeing you. And when you do things that are wrong, why would you allow them to take your livelihood from you? So it just seems like do the right thing. I always tell my children, we have this thing uh, where we talk about do what is right or really more importantly, do what is righteous. That's, that's the call, especially if you are a follower of the Lord, the, God calls you to righteousness, to do what is right, to do that, which is Christian like. And so these guys, they need to really seriously think about, let me do what is right. It's real easy to do what is wrong, but let me stay disciplined and do what is right. And it'll, you'll reap rewards and benefits from doing that. So Ezekiel, man, praying for you, but man, get it straight, homie. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We will have new episodes every two weeks. So come back and join us for the Infinite Flow Show, where hip-hop, the gospel, and sports intersect.